right, we're back, back from Brazil, both of us. All of us. <laughs> In one piece. Oh yeah. Thank I God. Slept, I slept last night. You you not you not so much, right? But I just got here. Just yeah. like literally jumped off the plane. Very tired. I had like a couple of like uh, emergency things to do, but I'm ready to go to bed early today, man. I'm really tired. <laughs> 25 years, Draculina team. 25 years. Guys, uh, you know, kids, right? Like we're teenagers. Uh, we, we have we have our own kids now. Uh, you know, like crazy, crazy. You were a young man. Your, your kids were just little kids too when I first met you. Yeah. And now they're, they're adults and, you know, it's crazy. Wow. Yeah, man. It's, it's, I think our, that our life is so, our lives are so busy that sometimes you don't, have even the time to step back a little bit and look at the big picture and look like uh, of what went down, man, that's unbelievable. You know, like I, I'm like truly blessed by God and by the people who surrounded me, my family, you guys, like uh, all the Jiu-Jitsu community, my master, everybody, man, it, it's, it's amazing. Like I, I came back from this trip, thinking differently honestly it was like a, a lifetime trip for me honestly yeah me too and what's crazy is uh, it wasn't planned for me i just had yeah. an instinct to go and then tim tim also went you know tim yeah. went down at the same time not planned you know and then you the 25 year anniversary so it's funny how things work huh like that i, I truly believe it, it was meant to be out i truly believe that uh Whatever you want to believe it, if it's God, some people believe it's God in a certain way that they relate to God. Some other people think it's energy. Some other people think it's just alignment of, 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 of a lot of things. I truly believe that, in my opinion, that's like God's plan. I mean, I really think that this was supposed to happen the way it did. And uh, nothing that happened wouldn't be, there was the perfect scenario for me, man. I, I wouldn't change one bit of what went down and uh, during all these years and especially this weekend, man, this weekend was magical. I wish like people could be there to feel it, right? You were there right. and I'm glad that you were there, man. Be, I mean, uh, you were coming back a little bit before I went down. I said, man, I called you, remember? Yeah, I called yeah. and said, man, bro, don't don't leave, man. Change your ticket. I, yeah. I'm coming, you know, it's going to be special. And you're like like a, like the, the soldier that you always were. It's like, yeah, sure, no problem. I'm changing right now, you know? Yeah. And then, man, like... Uh, I think it was a hundred percent worth it, bro. And I thank you for that. Or right, no, of course, of course. The once the master says uh, it's done, done deal. So I'm, I'm, I'm so happy I was able to, you know. Yeah, man. man how, how did how did it start? Like just going back, like you know, you you were you know you're from Rio. Yeah. And your wife is from your wife is from Belo Horizonte. Yes, she she was born in Belo, but she moved from Belo to Rio when she was really young. You know. Uh, Monica's mom, uh, Alice, she always works for, for Petrobras. Petrobras is the biggest Brazilian oil company. She had like a, a career there. She had like, I think she worked there for like over 30 years. And then they moved to Rio. At the same time, she got a divorce from Monica's uh, father, that actually, unfortunately, really recently passed away. Mm -hmm. So she went really young. She moved out of Belo really young. They went to Rio and then they went to Manaus. Wow. Uh, and then they came back to Rio. You know, uh, I didn't even know when I met Monica that Monica was from 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 uh, Belo Horizonte. 
took a, took me a little bit of time because her accent was like typical carioca accent. Yeah. I had no idea, you know. So uh, once we find out, uh, I started to to date her in 1992, you know. And uh, once we found out, it was normal that I, I would go to Belo Horizonte to visit to see, you know, her dad and family. She has two stepsisters that always lived in Belo Horizonte as well. Mm. And man, I fell in love with the city. You know, I always had the dream of change my life a little bit, of changing years. And man, when I went there and I analyzed a little bit the whole scenario, I was like, man, you know, I mean, I think there's something really good to be happening here. It took a little time. You know, I had to graduate in law. Yeah. A lot of people don't know, but I'm a lawyer. I'm graduating in law in Rio in 1995. The same year that I got my black belt. I got my black belt before I got my, my law degree. But uh and then, man, I, it was decided, like, uh, with the both degrees, you know, the black belt and the, the law degree, I decided to go to the route of jiu-jitsu. And I came to Belo Horizonte in October 1995, exactly 25 years ago. Wow. You know, exactly. This month, we celebrated exactly. We didn't even pass the time of the month. It was exactly 25 years, man. It's a lifetime. So that's how it all started. You were there, you know. <laughs> On the, on the humble beginnings, you were there like uh, very early on. And then, uh, man, you're a witness of everything that went down. Yeah, because I, I, I went to Rio first, remember? And then yeah. uh, then I met you and I just have these early. I mean, you were, you were how old were you, 24 at the time? When uh, Yeah, I was, 30, I was 24. Yeah. 24, you were a young guy. And, you know, I was like, I was a teenager. Yeah. But, uh, but I just remember you hanging out like in this, like kind of not in the street, but kind of like with the guys on the street. Yeah. Just like one of the one of the guys, you know? And, yeah. uh, wow. You know, it's just, it's amazing. We've all, we've all grown up. I feel like, you know, for sure. But, uh, just the, the verse Academy, just the small little group, but you gave exactly. your heart and soul, you gave your heart and soul to us to have us be our best, you know, and, uh, not just to, on the mats, but in life, right. To, to be good, good people. I think I, I, a hundred percent, man. Like, I think that, uh, with me was kind of reversed a little bit on how I live my life, you know, because I got, I got married really young, you know, and I had, I had Jade, my daughter, uh, when I was, uh, I was 22. I wasn't even 23 yet. Wow. Yeah. You know, it was, uh, she was born in, in 1994, but she was born in June. And then, uh, on, on July, I turned to 23 and then Monica was 20, you know, so, uh, 21 actually. So, Man, I started really young. I had to kind of like mature myself, put the the wear the boots of like a, a leader by the example. Of course, I was really young. I wanted to do what young people do. I wanted to, and I did it, you know, in a certain way. But at the same time, I think it worked out so well because I incorporated what I needed to be at the time a leader, you know. So I started to say, guys, hard training clean diet, stay away from drugs, stay away from alcohol, have your fun, but with responsibility, be brave, but be humble. So I think I always like had to be like very disciplined. And I always was uh, since then, actually before then, I'm being like that for a long time. And now that I'm retired, man, I, I'm, I'm starting to kind of do the other way. You know, my kids are grown up They're They are already like with their lives, thank God, like doing great, both of them, Igor and JD, you know. Uh, I'm being married for like almost 30 years now. So I'm kind of like starting to get a new phase of life that will be as important, but I'm kind of like 
getting on the shoes or supervising things or advising things and enjoy enjoy my life in a little more how can I say relaxed way you know uh, uh, I think with, with me it was kind of the opposite you know I started really really like you know focus and, and kind of like old man and now I'm kind of like I wanted to be back to my teenage years a little bit in a certain way of course because you know <laughs> we have the limitations but I think it was needed man and it worked out and I'm glad that I did it I'm glad I didn't succumb to to the easy life you know i'm like going crazy and get a divorce and go chase girls and use drugs and and drink and be buddy buddies with the guys like going out i was always really good friends we're always really good friends yeah. but i always kept myself a little bit in a distance to make sure that you guys never got a little confused on that and i think it worked but now it changed now we're all brothers we're kind of like the age doesn't mean too much anymore the older you get like uh, you know so you're, you're still the you're still the boss you're the master <laughs> <laughs> but we can have a drink together <laughs> for sure for and sure man, like, like, so remember good. remember like on the on the barbecues that we had we used to have every year i would never touch a drink i never touched a drink in front of you guys in very very rare occasions very yeah. now i go i i have my drink i have my fun you know, we talked. I mean, like I'm already pretty much retired from from fighting and competition. You know, and and, and we all like are mature now. We all we we all grow. We're grown ups, and we all have our how can I say our persona already done. There's nothing to change. We won't change <laughs> at this point. We're always gonna be like that forever. So you know, it's always phases. You know, so I'm glad. Yeah, one, of the, one of the things for me, like as a as a young guy, like you were always professional. You always showed up on time. You always said if you said you're gonna do something, you did it, and you expected the same from us. You know, so yes. I think you set the example. Like speaking of leadership, you know, to always do what you say you're gonna do. You know, be being professional, showing up on time, doing everything the right way. Yeah, I, I got a lot of really good influences. I'll, I'm really, really, really lucky, you know, of course, from home, you know, like the biggest influences you have is from home. My mom and my dad were always like super hard workers, super honest people. Uh, uh, people like you said that they said they would do it, they would do it. They said I wouldn't do it, they wouldn't do it. You know, also like uh, on the jiu-jitsu circles, I had a really good mentor as my master, Master Carlos Gracie Jr., who is like uh, always a visionary too, is always like one of the most disciplined people I ever met. And still today is amazing how disciplined he is in like pretty much all fields of life, you know? So I, I really had like really good examples. And actually now I have examples from you guys, you know, even from 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 the people that came uh, uh, under me, man, I have like a lot of great examples by you guys and you one of them, you know? I mean, your example also of dedication, of discipline, of hard work, on warrior spirit, man, like, I mean, like, I'm really glad and proud to see you guys and others, you know, like several others that we know yeah. that uh, inspire me today a lot. Uh, I use X as an example and, and everything. So it's amazing, man. It's a blessing. I'm really, truly happy. I'm truly happy. I'm tired here, but I'm truly rapid. I, I, my soul is like really, how can I explain? I have my soul kind of light and relieved. Fulfilled. That's the word. Fulfilled. Yes, sir. Yeah, I saw a Facebook post you did. You know, if you died, not that not that we want to die, you know, but if you course, died today, course. you felt like you really you gave everything you had, and and I mean, it's 100%. great. To, 
when I like Brazil, Europe, all the places that you've touched, you know, uh, yeah. what it's done for them and for their lives. Yeah. And their communities. Right. Because when one person, one per person spreads it like, like, like a, not like a wildfire, but like a wildfire, right. It spreads for it. Sure. For sure. And, and I, I truly mean it now. I, I really do. I, I was always a guy who I was never too, too afraid of dying. Honestly. I mean, I think if I, if I die today, I will die happy. You know, I mean, I'm way more worried about other people than myself. Yeah. And uh, I think that uh, at this point, even though I'm still young, I mean, I'm, I'm about to be 50, but I'm still young and I still want to live and do a lot of things in my life. Man, if God took me today, I'll be happy. I'll really be happy. I, I wouldn't have any regrets. I wouldn't have any, 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 you know, traumas. I wouldn't have any nothing, man. I think I lived the, the life that I wanted to live. I think I did what I was supposed to do. And it is what it is. You know what I mean? I really do. So. Yeah, that's it. I feel that I feel the same, but it was, yeah. I go back, I always go back in time because it was your influence, you having to be responsible with your family. I think I was attracted to that, the professionalism, yeah. maybe For me sure. being American, you know, because it was the real, the real deal you gave, you expected the best from us, but you also, more importantly, you, you, not more importantly, but you led, you led that way by yeah. example. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad I did it. I did it spontaneously. Oh, honestly, it wasn't, it, it wasn't like a huge effort. Of course. I mean, like I said, the discipline, discipline is a hard thing. You know that, you know, it's always knocking on our door for you to just like, you know, screw it, whatever. But, uh, but uh, I'm really glad, and, and it happened very organically, honestly. Very, it, it wasn't never. It was never like a, like a, like a something that was like so hard to do, and I was like I hated to do, and never, never, man. It was always great. I'm always grateful to everybody, to God, of course, to do what I do because I do what I love, and and it's very hard to do this nowadays, right? How many people yeah. don't do what they love because they need to? So I'm, I'm not one of those skaters, thank God, you know? Yeah, early morning classes. I remember going with Sururu and pip, training with Pepozo in the morning. Yeah. Then, <laughs> you know. Flavon, Flavon, remember being Flavon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and all the guys, and I would, you know, made the middle of the day training and then nighttime yeah. training. I was there, like, I would always overtrain. I would be there. But you were there, you were there, you know, every single class, always uh, – professional always like a clean gi always just everything like a like a just a true professional you know and that was that not that that's rare in those days but it kind of was you know because it, it was, was it days. was Fight it club was. you're right it was it wasn't it wasn't the norm that's for sure of course there were people who always did that uh, i'm not gonna name it because people be i don't know but uh it wasn't the norm you're that that's you're 100 right and i always i'm glad that i had the the, the vision and I had like the examples to know the route and I, I think it worked out. Oh, for sure. hundred percent, you know? Yeah. So, uh, so how, how did it, how did it make you feel after all these years? Like when you look at the, you know, we did the, we did it like we had that mini graduation mm -hmm. uh, because of COVID, you know, but uh, how did it feel to see like a cheat, for example, like, a you know, and you promoting these, some of these guys after all these years and seeing the, just the faces, right. Uh, how, how did it feel to see these guys? Man, like, uh, I think the, the highlight of the, of the of the ceremony, I mean, like I said, it was a smaller ceremony, like like it normally is because of COVID and all that, even though it was pretty crowded, oh, yeah. you know, uh, like for the, for the space. Uh, 
I think the highlight of the moment, like, of course, the black belts, the new black belts, the black belt is like a huge thing for all of us and, and for any martial artist. But the highlight of the event was like uh, yours, Chichis, and, uh, and uh, Vinicius, Valigis, uh, uh, Vinicius Antunes, uh, fifth degree uh, graduation. You got it already before because you and Valigi got it before. So because of COVID, we did kind of like an online okay. thing, which was great. But I was really happy to be there and doing in person with you as well, you know. And also, of course, also for the guys, man, like a fifth degree black belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is a very hard thing to do, man. It's it, you guys are on a cast that very few people in the world belong to. That's the truth, you know what I mean? And I say this in a real way because you guys are doing the real deal. I'm not saying the people who created their own system and they do it because they oh we don't we don't we don't care about IBJJF or have my own thing all my style is different whatever man we can actually lie down in bed at night knowing that we did the right way knowing that we did the 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 the, the, the right way and the hard way you know what I mean and, and man like uh, this is priceless yeah, uh, it's it's a very people don't understand it. People that maybe they listen to this, they'll train jujitsu. They don't understand how tough that can be. You know, for you to be disciplined enough all this year in an art, or either teaching or competing or refereeing or 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 contributing somehow all these years, man, it's a huge deal. I don't agree with people that simply stop everything in jujitsu and now all of a sudden, just because back in the day they trained, they now have like all these this, this degrees and all this, even coral belts or another belts or whatever. I really think that this shouldn't be the case. I think if we need to be active and you guys are 100% active. Valigi always training. He has his job now doing great, but he's always trained, always was involved. Chichi is a professional like yourself. You know, you guys live and breathe jujitsu and martial arts every single day of your life. So, you know, very deserved and congratulations for you guys again. Because uh, thanks to you, thanks to your work. <laughs> what did, uh, let's speak about some of the guys like Achich and even like Sururu and, and, mm -hmm. uh, and, and Valij, of course, you know, how, how were they important? What were some of the important guys in the beginning of the, of the, of this big, uh, I was called like an empire, you know, in a way because of how it spread. Yeah. Uh, Belarusanch and how many people, how many black belts, how many black belts have, have there been now out of Belarusanch from brother? Honestly, I lost track a long time ago, but I can easily say because I, I looked at the Paulista's database, Edgar Paulista, one of our black belts, has a database mm. from the black belts that started since, you know, since back then, in 2000, 2000 was the first one, mm. uh, Peposo and yeah. uh, Alexandre, Alexandre Albuquerque and Peposo yeah, yeah, were the yeah. first ones. And since then, now, under directly under me or directly under you guys, my students, we have over a over 1,500. 1,500. 1,500. 1,500. Black belt. Black belt. Wow. 1,500. Wow. And I think it's more because I know that some names probably slipped. Sure, but sure. the ones that are documented, the documented ones, the ones that we have tracked, 1,500. Uh, because I think of the black belts of our black belts, you know, so that's like yeah. got to be in the thousands, you know, maybe even, I don't know. That's, that's what I'm saying. I, I believe the, 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 the uh, an uh, accurate estimate out should be like on the 2000s. I really do. Mm. You know, I'm using the, the 1500 because those are the ones that we have kind of like 
on, on, on a desk or on a paper or whatever you want to call it. So, and this was because of you guys at the beginning. You guys, you are you are a member of the first generation of uh, Gracie Baha BH of students, you know, like uh, we had several, as you know, uh, and we still having new now, you know, I mean, you trained there, you saw there's a lot of new blood coming up yeah. uh, from, from, from the, the, the headquarters and also from the students of our students. But uh, you guys there set the tone. I was really blessed because I, right off the bat, I got you guys. You guys were like a, a, a really tough combination to beat because you guys were tough. You guys are like mentally tough, first of all. You guys are physically tough. You guys are dedicated. You guys are technical because, you know, leaving humility aside, I had a really good technical school of jiu-jitsu that I was able to, to, to transmit to you guys, you know? And you guys were eager, you know? You guys were eager to conquer something, to do something to live the lifestyle, to, to, to leave your mark on the sport. And you guys, man, I mean, I'm pretty sure you're going to forget names, but, the, you know, some of the original guys that everybody knows, like yourself, Chichi, Sururu, Irakuru, um, Eric Vanderlei, mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, Valigi, and uh, Gazi, you know, like uh, Duroc, yeah, yeah. Rock. Um, uh, everybody, like I'm, I'm pretty sure I forgot somebody. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Ivanzinho, yeah. Danilo, porra, Danilo cannot be, Danilo can never be forgotten, you know. And and all these guys, those you guys like uh, set the tone, man. You know, you guys set the tone, and uh, and everybody that came after you guys are already like with uh, inspiration, not just me. But you guys are got inspired by me. And uh, of course, you know, from Master College Gracie Jr., from everybody who's in the Gracie Bar, you know, Hanzo, you know, like, uh, like Ricardo Americano, all the guys that came before us a little bit, you know, Gordo and all that. But uh, you guys set a really high tone, you know, like every, all the kids that came behind you guys, man, they were like, man, you know, those guys are like the toughest guys around. We need to kind of like, be up there we need to be inspired and, and sure enough you know like it happened to me they actually got better than us right i mean like some of them they came they got better than us you know and which is the case that's what we want yeah. and uh it's just an avalanche since then you know uh, we are all over the world now like you said every single continent of the world we have one of us there uh, yeah, and think, i'm really glad yeah i think valid you know he was a uh, he was one of the the first generation i was good friends with him and he came to stay with me in New Mexico. Yeah, I remember and that. I think that was the first time that you did like a seminar in the U.S., right? It was. You, you with you, uh, Professor Leo Cantu in Texas, yeah. and I with our good friend Amal. You know, yeah. that actually was like he's one of your best friends. That's, yeah, yeah. If, yeah. if you guys listening don't know that, like uh, Professor Amal Easton is one of uh, Professor Albert's uh, best friends, uh, a great guy, great martial artist that I've been knowing also for a long, long time as well, you know, actually more than 25 years. Yeah. And, uh, and it was the first times I, I could teach a seminar in the United States. It was the beginning of a, something huge. And I'm really, uh, you know, thankful for you guys to open that door for me back in, man, I think it was 2000, 2001 or something like that. It was a while ago. Yeah. I'm, I'm grateful. I, I have the picture of your first sermon seminar. Yeah. I, had, I, I made, I printed it and I have it hanging in my gym. I know. I saw it, man. I saw a lot of the guys there. It was really cool to see, man. They have like a, you know, four guys. Send it to me, Except Send it to me. Okay. I want to. I want to keep it. You yeah, know, I want to keep it like on my phone or something. Send it to me, yeah. please. Yeah. 
I wanted to let's talk about Valija and I want to talk and there's so many guys we can talk about right but I, I think guys that I spend a lot of time with Valija you know he's working in Sao Paulo now another city yeah uh, but uh um what did what did he mean what did he what did he how did he help you know what what are the memories you have of how he supported you I know it's a long time yeah but, uh, you know they we were there every day he 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 locked his uh or stopped his college so he could full, train full time and compete yeah. full time. He's yeah. a very smart guy, but he he put it on hold so he could really commit full time to 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 our team, you know, to the training mm -hmm. and everything, to being absolutely. Best. Just just to start, just a little a little parenthesis. His his name is not Valigi. He we call him <laughs> yeah we call him Valigi because he kind of look resemble a little bit of uh, uh, Jiu Jitsu fighter uh, Valigi Smayu. His yeah. real name is Vinicius, like my name. Like we have the same name. His name is Vinicius Antunes. Yeah. And man, like, uh, and, and, he, and everybody calls him Vinny, right? Like when he moved to with you to 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 the U.S., everybody Vinny, Vinny. Uh, like that's how people call me here in the U.S. as well, Vinny. Like people from out of jujitsu circles. So, uh, man, like uh, he was always like he is a really great friend of mine personally too. Uh, his wife and his kids are really close to my family as well. He Valigi was uh, always really close to to, to 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 me as a person. Always going to my house, and you know we really got a really strong bond. And he's like you said, he's a really smart guy, very intelligent man, uh, very hard worker, a very humble guy, a very helpful guy. And man, like uh, like you said, he pretty much uh, put everything on hold to be good at jujitsu. Man, as you remember, man, he had really good matches against some of the best in history, right? Yeah. And Shanji, Hibero, the Bastos brothers, uh, who else? Man, Jeff like Monson. Jeff Munson. Man, like a lot of other people. Like after, I, I, after I, gambling, after gambling all night in Vegas. Yeah, started. yeah, that's a that's a good story. I remember <laughs> that. That you guys told me. I wasn't there, but you guys told me, man. It's amazing. And man, like uh, he. Uh, went all the way through the black belt, competing in the highest level of the black belt. I think he medaled on the world. I think uh, I, I, I don't think I know that he won nationals, Brasileiros, as a black belt on the adult division. You know, like he got second place as a brown belt on the world. He won Pan Ams in all belts, I believe. And I, I just don't know if he, if he won as a black belt, but he won in all belts. Man, he was a really, really tough competitor, very good teacher. Uh, a lot of people don't know, but he almost, almost went through the jiu-jitsu route to be like a full-time teacher. He was that close, you know? But uh, I think God works in perfect ways, man. He ended up going to uh, to work on the biggest, one of the biggest companies in the world, not just in Brazil, called Gerdau, which is like a, like a, like a steel company that produces like steel and produces like a lot of like, uh, like things on that, on that matter. And uh, he's really high there now. He went up the ranks really way faster than the normal people would be. And the funny thing that he sent me a message, you're talking about him, it's funny because he sent me a message probably three days ago, thanking me, saying that without jujitsu, without what we had, he would never achieve what we achieved. Because he gave him confidence, mm -hmm. enough confidence. He gave him enough like peace of mind and enough enough discipline to be able to conquer what he conquered. He's really young to be on the position that he is. Wow. Like if you understand like uh, the mechanics of that company, which is like a huge company. I mean, in Brazil, everybody knows everybody wants to be there. It's like, yeah. you know, 
great pay. And besides that, there's like a great status. Man, he's really high in a hierarchy now. And uh, he attributes a lot that uh, that to jiu-jitsu, which is amazing, you know. So Yeah, it's amazing. And he still trains. He still trains, guys. He still trains. Oh, he never stopped. He never stopped. Let's talk about Cheech. He was an important piece, too, for you. Like, uh, always, oh, yeah. always there for you. Mm -hmm. Cheechy, man, Cheechy is also actually Cristiano, really great. Cristiano Lazzarini. <laughs> Cristiano Lazzarini. His nickname is Cheechy, yeah. Man, Chichi is another one that's really close to me, like a really good friend of mine. We pretty much were together every single day during this trip. You know, when I arrived there on, on Wednesday, past Wednesday, and I left yes, last night, he was there with me every single day, either going to the place that I was uh, on the apartment of Bruno, Bruno Villas Boas, Napolitano, Floriano, you know him, which is another old school gray guy, fourth degree black belt. He got the fourth degree black belt also there. So Chichi lives pretty much next door. So he was there hanging out with me every day, all the time, you know. Uh, uh, and he is like different, different than the Valige. Chichi was the route that you took, that I took. He was like full in the martial art thing, you know, like uh, fought professionally MMA like you did yourself too a bunch of times, you know, won all the titles and all the belts like yourself, you know, always been teaching since I don't even know when, but I mean, for a long, long time. And he still does it, you know. And and, uh, and Chi Chi comes from a really good family, a great family, uh, a family of good, really good means. But uh, he never wanted to have anything uh, else from life. You know, had a bunch of chances. And he worked a little bit of other stuff, but he never, never, never abandoned martial arts and jiu-jitsu as his first activity, his first priority as a professional, you know, and uh, he's still doing it. And, and man, it's amazing how good of a shape he is still today, yeah. man. He's, Chichi's a little younger than me. Chichi's not a young guy. Chichi probably, I think Chichi's 47 and he's in an amazing shape. Yeah, like a Be Benjamin Button, huh? He doesn't age. He is he like that, Benjamin. man. He is like Benjamin Button. Actually, actually, Valigi calls him like that, makes fun of him that he's Benjamin Button. <laughs> and he still is, man, there, you know, amazing. So, and, and about you, I already talked about you, you know, I, 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 but uh, I always remember how when you, when you, you're really quiet kid, you know, like you, you like a more way more communicative nowadays, of course, because I mean, we all get older, you get our skills and you're a family man and you're a leader of like, you know, thousands of people. Um, but you're a really shy kid, you know, like a really you know, pretty much a teenager, right? Like that was really quiet, but really observant and really disciplined and really dedicated. And I remember when you decided to move to Bello kind of like for good, you know, not just to be kind of real Bello, real Bello, real, you kind of like, no, okay, that's that's what I want to be. Uh, I took a special liking for you, not just because like, oh, oh no, he's under me now, but, but I realized that you're really smart, you know, because you notice that back then, we were already doing a little different. We were doing something a little different back in the day. Nothing against everything that went down anywhere else. You know, of course, what happened in Gracie Baja brought me what I am today, you know, all the time. But as a, as a foreigner, you wanted to be a little different. So you kind of wanted to belong to like a more core group, not to be kind of like a spaced out in the middle for a bunch of people. And uh, man, and look what happened, you know, like you are like uh, by far one of the most successful American black belts, old school, I would call old school, you are old school, old school 
American black belts, you know, like uh, these new guys, they don't know how tough it was, right? Uh, yeah, they yeah. don't. They don't know like how it was for you to come from a, like a first world country with like great means, with a great family, with all the comfort in the world, and to live like I don't know five years in Bello, you know, yeah. struggling, sometimes broke, broke, like uh, like uh, like uh, we call it Brazil, uh, like a root broke, which is <laughs> really broke, and I never losing the focus on what yeah. he wanted you know so man like uh congratulations to you it's it's not easy to see people doing what you did that's the truth you know i went there as a, a, a you know everybody there's only white belts and blue belts a few a yes. couple of blue belts at the time right yes when i went yeah. you know so uh so uh yeah i my instinct was like this is where i need to be yeah almost instantly i felt like a family you know like i was yeah. part of family yeah. almost instantly you know yeah. And I was, I'm lucky that I was listening to my instincts, but I felt like this is where I need to be. And it was yeah. away from Rio de Janeiro, it was away from uh, these Mecca places, you know? Yeah. It was just yeah. you and, and a couple of the like beginner guys in a way. Yeah. Uh, but I, I had the instinct to, to, so I'm really, I'm really grateful. And it's really helped me make those same decisions now. Well, uh -huh. I'm listening to my instinct, you know? Yeah, and, uh, for sure. Not like And that. I think everything, man, like, like we said in the beginning, everything is meant to be. That's it was it. meant to be for us to have this relationship. It was meant to be for us to have that group. It was meant to be that we are what we are at right now. It's all meant to be, you know. Uh, yeah, I really believe that 100%. Man, like the energy that we have in that place. You, you don't see that kind of thing, man. Natural, like Natural. organic, like Everybody, not forced. No, yeah. Nobody forced anything. It was just like something, man, you don't see a guy for like, I don't know, 15, 17 years, you see the yeah. guy, it looks like you were with the guy last night. That's it. Right? We're all kids there. We're all kids. Yes. Like teenagers in our early 20s, all together. It, it, it was very, it's very easy in a good way. You know, very easy. It flows. It, it connects. And uh, and uh, when you get older, you feel that. Yeah. And I felt that, like, I've been feeling, of course, but I felt that strongly than ever this time. I was like, man, we really did build something here. <laughs> you know what I mean? We really did. We made it, man. We made it. Yeah, we made it. We made it. Yeah, man, I want to talk to a few other key guys, you know, like I'm a, I hang out with a lot and guys that were very important. We talk about me moving to Belrizanche and I didn't have a lot of money, especially when I first went there. The dollar was one to one. Now it's like almost six yeah. to one. So yeah. I was really poor and. I even like stayed with like Sururu, you know, for, for, yeah. and he, he is a poor, poor guy. <laughs> and I stayed with, I, uh, Sururu I was broke too, man. Sururu was broke too you know, for him to support. <laughs> you know, so, but that's the thing, you know, like guys let me stay at their houses. Guys let me, you know, that everybody kind of took care of me, you know? So I always felt like very connected. Could you talk about, say a few words about Sururu and what he, what he meant, what he, what he meant for the team and for, for you? Man, Sururu, man, Sururu is another great friend of mine, you know? This time, unfortunately, I couldn't get to see him. He was really busy with all this stuff there. I think he lost, uh, there was like a short of staff at his gym and he was all over the place. Uh, but uh, man, like every time I go, uh, Sururu is like, I was like Chichi, you see Sururu every day. And a lot of people don't know, but Sururu uh, was always my main training partner in Belo because I mean, I didn't have my, my teammates as I had before in Rio that I trained my whole life. Sururu was a little heavier than me, always tough, always smart, always hard to tap. So, man, me and him trained like millions and millions of times. And he kept me sh in shape. 
And he all actually learned a lot from me. Like our games are very similar, actually, still this yeah. day, you know, mine and, 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 and Sururu's. And, and man, Sururu is another one that, like, uh, man, uh, like a really beautiful story, life story. You know, he came from humble beginnings, uh, moved from another state to, to Belo. He was originally a, a capoeira a teacher and a practitioner. And when he found out jiu-jitsu, man, like uh, he completely fell in love. He's one of the best in business now. He was really successful in, uh, in, uh, in, in jiu-jitsu and MMA. He's really, really, a lot of people don't know, amazing MMA fighter. Yeah. I think he's like 81 or something like that, but amazing MMA fighter, won internationally and all that. And he never left capoeira also. He always kept his capoeira. Yeah. even though it wasn't like the, 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 the main thing. And nowadays he's a capoeira master, you know, it's kind of like being like a coral belt in jiu-jitsu. Yeah. That's what he is in capoeira, man. You know, he has a beautiful family nowadays, beautiful wife, a beautiful daughter. Uh, he has his own business. He actually graduated in a physical education yeah, as well. Amazing. Wow. You know, and, and uh, you remember Sururu, man. Sururu was pretty much a street kid. You know, that's the truth, you know. A street kid that made it, a street kid that got exposed to the ugly side of life in a lot of different ways, from the criminals, uh, uh, from criminals and from bad influences and all that. And, man, and he made it. Look at him now. So, man, he's an amazing guy. He's like a winner, a true winner in life, which yeah. is more important than any title, you know. So, yeah. really proud of him. Really love this guy. Thank you. Say a few words about Peposo. He was the first uh, black belt. He has the, he had the mullet. I would say I, I when I explain it's like he had a mullet and he was like a he was like a like an arm wrestling champion too. Yes. Uh yes. you know, and he would just warm up like 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 this, right? Like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> man, the funniest thing in the world, you said his name. Just texted you. Just now, like wow. literally now. I'm not even joking. Now, Paulo Peposo Rodriguez. Or if you can see it there. <laughs> so anyway, anyway, like uh like he's man, like he's an, one of the toughest guys of, of oh. our history. Oh my you know, god. besides being like an amazing judoka, he was really good in judo. He was like an arm wrestling champion and 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 uh and of course great in jiu-jitsu. Uh but man, like Peposo. I wouldn't say was, he is a monster. Oh, He's monster. like one of those guys that are like a freak of nature, you know, strength wise and mental wise. He was just like a, like a beast, you know, he, he was like a feared, right? Oh, he was feared by, 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 by oh. everybody on the training room, but he was feared in competition too, man. Oh, yeah. Like uh, people, people would, he was actually one of the first guys that uh, the real guys started to talk about. So, man, that proposal guy there for Jacqueline. He, like, he beat like Fabio Gugel. He beat all Yes. These. He beat Fabio Gugel. He beat uh, Aurelio, which is another really great guy. He beat a bunch of people. I don't oh, remember. God. I don't recall right now. But he beat like, a, he beat some of the best in the, in the ultra heavyweight division. Man, with that style of like relentless takedown, almost impossible to take down. Guard passing, never tap. You offer the triangle. People go to the triangle. He goes, <laughs> <laughs> and then, and, and, and Peposo, Peposo is a police officer. For you guys that don't know, he was always a police officer. He still is. I think he's about to be retired, if I'm not mistaken. I'm almost sure. But uh, he was always a police officer. He was the, 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 the instructor of the police academy in Belo Horizonte for the civil police. 
in Brazil, I have the civil and the military police. He was from the, he's, he's a civil police, policeman. And uh, always taught class too, like you guys, always was involved. And, uh, and man, an amazing guy. He was the first one, him and Alexandre were the first ones that I graduated to black belt. And I've actually, actually, is a funny story too, now, now remembering all that. His graduation was kind of like unique, you know, because uh, there was the world championships in 2000. You know, and Peposo was a brown. Peposo actually got the silver medal the year before. In, uh, 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 excuse me, in 98. 98, Peposo got silver medal on, on the brown belt. And then on 2000, he was like, uh, he, we signed him up as a brown, like ultra heavyweight. And then Master Carlinhos called me, you know, when they're doing the teams and trying to do the teams. They say, hey, Jack. Uh, we have a really a, a, another uh, like a good, not as good as proposal, but another good brown belt ultra heavyweight division. But we have nobody on the black belt. So I said, okay. So what do you think? Like let's 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 give him the black belt. Let's do it. Like I mean, let's let him compete as a black belt. I say, yeah, master, whatever you say, let's do it. And I remember that I called him, and he goes like, huh. <laughs> no problem i'll be there you know and uh sure enough he was there it was the it was his first worlds as a as a black belt so yeah he's like an amazing guy we talk a lot you know talk a lot about a bunch of things and yeah you know as you saw he just texted me so yeah, another old school amazing guy there from back in the day what an amazing guy big heart monster but big heart you know i remember yeah he had the, he passed the guard and he put the belly in your face and you would, that was hell. And he, he loved me. He loved me because I never, I wouldn't tap, you know? Yeah. I would, I, Everybody I would, would tap, but you wouldn't tap. Yeah. <laughs> you would get like the little straw, right? The little straw. <laughs> and I was and lucky enough, I was lucky enough to one time, one time only get an arm bar on him. And I think he, he uh, really respect me because of those two things, you know? Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> He, he, li he likes tough guys. He comes to kill you, but once you yeah. you hold your own, he respects you. He respected me. Yeah, he respected me because of those things. And another funny thing, too, like Peposo. Why they call him Peposo? Because Peposo in Brazil, it was a brand of a teddy bear they used to have back in Brazil. Oh, wow. And Peposo looks like a bear, kind of, especially because oh, of the yeah. mullet and the hair. He is a bear. He is a, he bear. is a bear, you know? And then they call him Peposo, which is like, I would call him a wild bear. Like, uh, he should be like a grizzly bear or something. Yeah. But uh, they gave him the nickname of Peposo just to make fun because he was vicious and they gave the nickname of Peposo, which was a, a tender uh, teddy bear, you know? So, wow. Pretty cool, man. Pretty cool. And talk about Alishana too. You know, I know, um, you know, Worse. the situation now. Yeah, Ben, Alishana was uh, always... When we, won first, we won the first... We won the first uh, you know, uh, Brasileiro, the, the team Brazilian. Yeah, the team, of, the team nationals. Yes. The first team to ever do it, right? Outside of yes. Rio. Yes. Like, we, 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 we made history. You guys made history. And he was part of the team. Yeah, yeah. Alexandre was. Man, Alexandre came to me already a brown belt, you know? So uh, when he, he started to train me on the very first days, I remember that. And I always had a really good liking from the guy. And and it was the same situation with Tahini, another amazing Competitor Tahin is another amazing competitor that came yeah. from us. Uh, he actually joined when he was a brown belt. Yeah. And man, I really like uh, what I like about him and, and Tahin. I mean, Tahin was like one of the most accomplished competitors in the Masters divisions of all times. He still is. It's amazing. 
27-time Pan American, right? Iron <laughs> Man, like 20 that. times or something crazy. Yeah. Like, I don't even know. You know, it's crazy. Yeah, like yeah. 22, I don't know, like waiting absolutely it's crazy. Yeah. I, I don't even know. But uh, anyway, like he, uh, Alexander wasn't uh, as active as Tahi on the competitive scene, but Alexander was there back in the day. Yeah. And both of them were really humble enough to when they joined to really be keen to learn. They didn't come with an ego at all, even though we were just some white belts. Everybody was a white belt, a couple of blues, and they were brown. And man, they're, they're having a tough time, as you remember. Yeah, really yeah. tough time. Sure. Man, like I remember that he was saying that, man, like I had a tough time with the white belts all the time, you know? And they never, 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 uh, 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 they never uh, quit. They never broke, you know? Yeah. They were there every single day trained. It took a long time to get the black belt because I felt that they deserved me to give them the black belt when they really got on that level. You know, it was up to them to work hard and they sure did, you know? And yeah. uh, both of them has a really similar story. Uh, one of the, 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 the sad things is that uh, Alexander had a really, really big problem on his brain uh, a couple years ago, you know? Right. They found a tumor. And uh, we all got together and uh, made like a benefit seminar to gather some funds for him. He got the surgery. There was a couple of challenges, like mortal challenges after that. And uh, but he got better. I'm actually I, I'm gonna reach out to him and see how he's he's doing. Honestly, I don't talk to him for for for, for a minute, you know. But uh, not it's not like that here that I talk all the time. Right. But uh, I, I reached out to him, and uh, you know, he will never be forgotten. Is one of the first. Yeah. Oh, geez, they're from GBBH, you know. Yeah. And he, I remember him driving his motorcycle across the, yeah. the city to train with something. <laughs> yeah, remember that? Yeah. And like, uh, he he was like also a policeman. Yeah. He was a policeman too. He's gotten some of the best feedback from my gym from the guys. They really like the way he teaches and the way he, yeah. how he is, you know. Uh, so yeah. uh, he's a really good teacher too. No, he's a really good teacher. He's a really good charismatic guy. He, he's a very... Yeah. He's like a, he's a people's person, you know, like a very, very friendly, but tough at the same time. He's a great guy. You know, yeah. he is an amazing guy. I just want a couple more guys. Eric Vandele. Eric, man. Eric was always, as you know, the monster of the school in a way that it was a combination of everything. Eric was kind of the perfect storm, you know, like one of the strongest guys I've ever saw in jiu-jitsu for jiu-jitsu strength. Yeah. He was extremely technical. He was, he is, he is, right. He is extremely versatile in like all facets of the game. Mm. Amazing structure. You know, you just saw the guys that came from him. They're all amazing guys. Yeah. They started jiu-jitsu with him. You know, Eric is uh, like a monster, man. He was world champion in every belt. And he actually, by the way, he was the first one of us to win the black belt as a, uh, uh, to win the world world championships as a black belt, black belt right? Yeah. He was the first one of us to, to, to do that as, as an adult. And uh, competed MMA too, a monster in MMA. Man, like uh, and on top of that, he, he, he just, uh, he's just turned to be a dad now. He got a little kid. Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people didn't know that. And, and oh, wow. he, he, like out of the blue, he sent me a text with a picture, man, like a beautiful kid, man. His kid is wow. like a huge kid, like with big blue eyes, you know, look like him. And he said like, well, oh, master, look what happened in my life, boom. Wow. You know, yeah, so man, like uh, he was, uh, 
it was like such an amazing, uh, 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 also amazing guy to to be with. You know, uh, it is just like you know, like uh, like uh, one of the old school guys that uh, actually made everything happen too. Man, my phone rang here, and then like uh, my 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 thing here. One one second. Oh. Here he is. Yes. yes. So I couldn't see you. But uh, yeah, and he's doing great. He's still teaching. He's the one of those also like you guys. He always went to do the, the martial arts route, you know, and he's, 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 he teaches the Manga Beiras, yeah. uh, Gracie Baja Manga Beiras, you know. Uh, yeah, he's just like, he's doing great. Thank God. It's amazing. First you know? Black World Champion. Yeah. Yes. Important piece. Danilo, the guru. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, man, like uh, Danilo, Danilo is another like really close friend of mine besides everything. And Danilo is arguably one of the most charismatic persons I've ever met in my life in all fields. It's impossible not to be around Danilo and to get a liking of him within seconds. And he doesn't force anything. He is the way he is. Yeah. He's like the most positive guy I ever met that only talks about negative stuff, believe it or not. Because it's kind of like an ironic, funny, realistic way that, man, like only him can do that. And, 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 uh, and uh, besides all that, amazing technique, amazing jiu-jitsu guy. Man, he got a lot of titles also. He made history. You're just talking about the, 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 the teams. Uh, 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 titles the, the national team started. Remember that he beat like uh, that guy from Alliance that yeah. uh, was like the, the favorite by far. He just had the guy just beat soccer, so yeah, yeah. one of the best ever, like a black belt, like uh, almost at the same time as me. And the guy just beat soccer and the Brasileiros, man. And Danilo and him in the last match, the one, Danilo yeah. went and smashed the guy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was a big deal, right? Because Leo Vieira, is, but they were on the team. Oh, yeah. And we beat Alliance. Jacqueline team beat Alliance. We beat Alliance when Alliance was the top. The top. The, of the top. Team. You know, like uh, all those guys were together, still with them, like Leo Vieira, Leo Vieira's brother. What's his name? Uh, Leandro or Ricardo? Ricardo. Ricardo. Yeah, Ricardo. Yeah. Uh, 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 this guy Gabriel Pensador, we, they had Terry Ray, yeah. right? Man, uh, like, yeah. and, and, the, and the heavyweight Damian Maya, and yeah. like, uh, man, like all these people. Yeah. So, man, and it Danilo, was like, Danilo sealed, he sealed the deal for us. He, he sealed made the deal there, man. And, and, uh, <laughs> and man, like, uh, Danilo, Danilo, when like, I get like, uh, picked him up when he made me made the like, uh, the last uh, the points of the basketball game where everybody, yeah, yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> you man, like I have really cool pictures about that moment, man. Like you can see the happiness of everybody. Some pictures are actually iconic, man, because it shows like when the match was over, kind of like celebrating people getting ready to 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 invade yeah, up, the yeah. area to 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 lift him up, and then the faces of the crowd, man, everybody, man, you can see their veins screaming, guy, like like, like yeah. you know. Such an amazing moment, man. And, and, and Danilo, every time I'm with Danilo, like uh, in Bello, I mean, he picks me up at the airport all the time. I don't even need to ask. He takes me everywhere. He pretty much clears his, his schedule just to be with me all the time. You know, he, he's like my brother, man. I love that guy to death. And uh, I'm glad you brought him up too because, man, like he's an important, amazing Amazingly important piece of our history. 
Yeah. You know, he was the guy that bonded everybody together. He was a guy that used to solve conflicts too, because everybody liked the guy. And right. sometimes like the ego or sometimes because of other stuff, people started not to get along. And, and he was always kind of like a link to make peace and all that. Yeah. Man, like he is, he's, he's amazing. He's unbelievable. He's definitely one of the most important history there, you know? Yeah. Urapuru. Urapuru. Urapuru, man. He's actually here around the corner. We have a, 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 an he academy was, together. In Houston now, yeah. In Pearland. Yeah, in Pearland, Texas, which is in the Houston area. Man, Urapuru was always like a guy who is like known by his discipline. He was always very disciplined. He was always very dedicated, very tough. He came from the, the Capoeira background. Him and Sururu were buddies. Right. He actually started to train Jiu-Jitsu because of Sururu. Sururu was telling him to train Jiu-Jitsu. He was very like, no, man, I don't want to do that. Oh, I just got to do a little bit just to learn how to fight on the ground a little bit better, to be better in, in Pohada, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, but all of a sudden, he started to get a liking of the thing. And long story short, he he's he now like a full-time, for a long time, full-time Jiu-Jitsu. One of the toughest guys also, right? Like, to came uh, uh, from our from our school, man. He's yeah. like, a, like a, has a very versatile game, super dangerous. He's like one of the most dangerous guys submission-wise from all the all of us there, you know? Uh, um, very, very uh, also like a brave guy. Man, he stepped into some challenges that few people would step. I remember that he took up MMA fight. It will be his first against Renato Babalu. And Babalu was from a, from oh, yeah. a, the Luta Livre guys, from a Ruas Valetudo guys, man, Super he stepped strange. in to fight him way lighter with a four days notice, or I don't know, a week notice, I don't recall. But man, and they fought 30 minutes. Yeah. You know, uh, Babalu won by decision, but man, like who who does that? Yeah. You know, he, he fought one time, also three times in one night in an MMA event in Juiz uh, de Fora, Brazil, and he actually won. He won three fights in a night, you know? Yeah. A uh, very, very tough and brave guy. He has an amazing family now. His wife, Mariana, she's like, a, she used to be a model. She still models a little bit, but uh, she will be the furthest people to train jiu-jitsu. But when they moved to America, she would sit, uh, because Wadapuru uh, stayed uh, one year teaching at my school before you opened the other one, because yeah. you know there was a couple of things that got, that got delayed. Uh, she would just sit there and watch the class all the time and i felt bad for her you know so i told him say hey what why don't you train you know we, we get the gift for you you should train and she goes like oh i don't think marcelo likes me too much to train I said no don't worry about it i'll talk to him and i talked to marcelo i said okay whatever man she's a beast now yeah. she's a beast uh, she's like multiple times like a uh world and pan am champions in the masters division she goes toe to toes with the adults she wins the, the open tournaments and do, do she does super fights all the time. She's a yoga teacher too. She's my yoga instructor. I train yoga with her. And man, like the family now also likes another family that, you know, like we, thanks to, to everything, lives and supports and does everything through jiu-jitsu, through martial arts, you know? So uh, they're happily living here close by, uh, fully dedicated to the school. The school is doing great. So, uh, yeah, Irapuru is an amazing also and a very important part. He actually, another thing I forgot to say, he took over when I left. Right. Right? When I left it's to America part, in, yeah. mm -hmm. in 2008, it's very important to remember that he was the, the, the one, and he was the, the one that was meant to be by the time. 
it's normal when I when I left that there will be a little bit of a power struggle, right? Like I knew that this would happen. The old school guys would maybe try to take over. Man, I talked to a lot of people and I came in the conclusion that he would be, you know, like the right guy to be there at the moment. And, and then everything played out after, you know, there was a lot of conflicts. A lot of, it happens, you know, but we, we put it all behind uh, between all the parties involved. Uh, uh, but everything worked out well. And look at GBBH now. Now the right people are there because they got ready during all these times to be where they, they're at right now. And nowadays we have like, we couldn't have better people there uh, in GBBH, which is uh, Sergio Benini, Serginho, Carlo Aquinha, Claudio Carlo Aquinha, and Wilson Bolon, you know, as our, uh, let's say, our mentor and manager and uh, administrator, man, like uh, everything works great. If it's four of us, everybody has a very important role. Me as an, the advisor and the guy who created everything and set the pace. Bolon as the administrator, the business guy, they came and put new blood and put new perspective. Serginho as the guy who was like the soul of the school. He's there every single day from yeah. month, from early morning to late at night, coordinating everything. He plays on, like we say in Brazil, in the, uh, in the soccer field. He plays on the level positions of the soccer field. And Carlo Quinha, man, Carlo Quinha is the face of the school in rela related to, to being an old school guy, to be tough, to be a champion, you know, to be brave and and, and 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 to be honest so and teaching the classes being kind of like a, the chief instructor so so per se man it works perfectly the four of us i'm really glad that this chemistry happened you know and the legacy legacy continues after all these years yeah yeah yes, thank, god. thank god thank god you know, you have all these world champion eric vandalay black belt like uh you know valiges and uh homie homilu bahal uh, Felipe Pagrisa, Lucas Valencia now in Houston. Yeah, Andres Samuel. That's, yeah, that's a ton of them. So many, you know. Just tons them. of them. And I don't mean to forget anybody or imagine. Yeah, we always forget, now. guys. Sorry, like I'm I mean, sorry, any, you know, like a Shanje who's be uh, a Porquinho who's with me. Porquinho, you know, like man, Gazi also Gazi. like an important guy. Leozão, Filipão, yeah. Mr. Bean, Ivanzinho. Man, so many people, yeah. you know, like so many people uh, 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 that uh, were pivotal for for everything that went down, you know, like uh, it, it's just like uh, amazing. You know, we talked about a lot of them, but I know some people would be uh, don't don't get mad, guys, because it's very hard to remember everything. It was too many people. But uh, everyone from Gracie Bobby age, they were there and they are there. Every single one of you guys, you guys are important and pivotal and part of the family. Everyone in a different way, but everybody has a very important and vital, I would say, part in everything that goes down and went down. So my, my, I'm really thankful to all of you guys, and I'm proud of all of you. 25 years. One word, if you have one word to summarize 20, the 25 years. Gratitude to everything. I Gratitude to, to, to our God. Gratitude to my family that supported me unconditionally to be able to do what I love. Uh, gratitude to, to my master, Carlos Gracie Jr., to have believed in me back in the day for us to start to do the project of... Uh, of expanding Gracie Bar out of the state of Rio de Janeiro. GBBH was the first official school out of the city of Rio de Janeiro. 
uh, gratitude to uh, all my trading partners uh, and, uh, and, uh, and teammates uh, from, from back in the day, Jiu-Jitsu, that made me who I am. Gratitude for you guys, for all my students all over the world that also believed in our, our, our way of doing things, believe in our vision. And, uh, and gratitude also to Jiu-Jitsu, man, you know, because we do uh, the best thing we can possibly do. We were born to do that, every single one of us. It's our call, you know, and uh, without Jiu-Jitsu, this wouldn't happen. So I would say gratitude. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. So speaking of gratitude, thank you for, you know, changing my lives and my life and, and getting me on the right path, your example. Um, you know, I can't even say it in any words, but... Uh, like, I think my, my way is to like live this way, right? Live this yeah. way, continue this way of professionalism, doing the right things, not just creating good guys on the mat, but uh, on, in life, right? Uh, champions in life. For sure. For sure. That, that's the most important thing, man. Titles are great, but titles come and go. You're on the pick one time and then all of a sudden they're not anymore. But uh, what comes behind that is the most important thing, you know? Well, thank you for everything. Thank you for sitting down and, and talking about it you know it was a big week it's a pleasure week. brother it's a pleasure yeah. i'm glad that you also did that because uh this will be forever registered you know sometimes we don't think about it but uh this story has to be told and, and i don't think about a better guy to, to 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 do that than you you know you 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 were there you know so uh everything that we talked here were lived by us so it's great love you master love you thank you, you too, for brother everything and see you soon i hope you too brother see you soon take care